Okay, here we go. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Mackenzie and Justine on Midtown Radio KW. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with Justine and Mackenzie. And today we are talking about love languages. The languages of love. Well, your dogs love languages, but yes. Yeah. Yes. So have you ever wondered what motivates your dog? Um, have you ever wondered what their love language is? And do you use this to your advantage? So today we're going to help you determine what your dog's love languages to see your face welcome to the dog friendly kw podcast with your host justine and mackenzie on midtown radio kw so um we know that the world is very heavy right now, um, and a lot of people are struggling because of the pandemic. We've been in this for a really long time, um, so we wanted to put together a fun and lighthearted episode. Um, so I'm sure you've heard of the concept of the five love languages, and today we're going to help you determine what your dog's love language is. So let's go. Okay, so before we dive in, let's first figure out or learn about what the five love languages are and what exactly they mean. So, especially when we're talking about dogs, because it it applies a little differently when we're not referring to humans. By the way, this is based on no sort of research or science. This is just for fun, but I think it it applies to dogs. So, Ken's, what is the first love language? We're just going to go through them and give you an overview. Okay, so the first one is words of affirmation. So this is like your dog loves to hear verbal praise from you. So good boy or good girl or what a good dog, good job, stuff like that. So and in that voice in particular, that's not even my real dog voice. I can go way better than that. Everybody has a dog voice. Yes. <laughs> if you if you have a dog and you say you don't have a dog voice, you're lying liar. to yourself. And you're li- <laughs> liar. <laughs> uh, I definitely have a dog voice. Okay. Uh, so the next one is quality time. So this one goes without saying it. Your dog loves to spend time with you. We've got receiving gifts next. So that's give me all those treats and toys, human. Give me human. <laughs> Yes. Human. Doggo wants treats and toys. Yes. Right? What dog doesn't want gifts? I know. I'm pretty sure this is every single dog, but anyway, <laughs> moving on. What do we have next? We've got physical touch. So that's um, pets, back scratches, cuddles, belly rubs. Even if your dog lays next to you on the couch, that's a sign of, of love right there. Yeah. And the last one is acts of service. Um, So this one is probably a little bit of a stretch, but um, maybe your dog really loves it when you do nice things for them, like give them a bath. I don't know. Uh, Or 
other things, take them for a car ride, but that also could be quality time. So access service, we'll talk about that more in a little bit. Okay. So now that you know what each love language means, let's go through them in detail and highlight what this might look like with your dog and how you can use this to your advantage in training and building a relationship. So Mackenzie, what's the first one we're going to talk about? So we're going to talk about the one we just mentioned, acts of service first. So most likely, like we mentioned, your dog doesn't really care if you do anything for it. Let's be real. And I'm sure there's some dogs out there that love getting bathed and groomed, but for the most part, most of them are probably could take it or leave it. So... (laughs) It's likely that your dog doesn't really fall into this category, but if they do and you have a story to share, we would love, love to hear it. Um, reach out to us on Instagram. We'd love to share. Um, but are walks an act of, act of service or is that quality time? I mean, I would say it's quality time, but at the same time, I like, I guess you're doing something nice for your dog, but then does like, I don't know. I think about Marshall when I like drag him on a walk. Does he really appreciate it? I don't know. I think he'd rather just run off leash and chase squirrels. Yeah, same with mine. <laughs> they, they, especially when we went walking this weekend and it started to rain, they were not happy. <laughs> so yeah, probably not too many of your dogs fall into this acts of service category, but don't worry. We're going to help you figure out what their love language is. So Ken's, what is the second one? This one I really get because both of my dogs are 100% this. It's physical touch. So does your dog Mm -hmm. love getting scratched, pet, cuddled? Yes, physical touch all the way. Now, not every dog loves to be pet or scratched. Some are a little more independent. Marshall is, isn't he? Yeah. So, I mean, he's definitely getting more cuddly these days, but when we first got him, like I would say he just turned one on the weekend, um, as we mentioned in the last episode. So we've had him for 10 months and I would say in the last nine of the last 10 months, Marshall definitely aired on the side of don't touch me. (laughs) And if you do touch me, I'm going to bite your hand, um, because I don't want to be touched. So Marshall def and I wanted a really cuddly puppy and he just was not that, but now he's starting to get cuddlier. Um, but he has like this, like weird kind of like be near me, but don't be too near me kind of thing. And he's got some Husky in him. So I don't know if maybe it comes from that because I know that's a pretty common breed characteristic is that they're really independent and they want you around, but they'd rather you not touch them. And humans are like this too. Yeah, I can speak from experience. I'm a person that is not a huge fan of physical touch. So don't touch me. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm good. I need some space. So I totally get that. However, my dogs, um, they're, I would say not their top, but their second love language is definitely physical touch. They always love to be on me. And again, yeah, that comes down to a breed characteristic. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want a more independent dog um, that, you know, can spend time in their own bed and you're okay with that and that's what you want, then easy, done. But if you want a, a dog that loves to cuddle, maybe, you know, get a Velcro dog. <laughs> right. And it's like, it's something to think about. Like, do you, does your dog like to be pet? Do they like to be cuddled or would they rather that you respect their space? And if that's the case, then you should respect that. Um, and if your dog doesn't love physical touch, then don't touch them all the time. Easy peasy. Yeah. There's got to be another love language that suits them better. So oh, yeah. let's 
let's keep talking about them. <laughs> okay. So we are going to wrap up the first two love languages and take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the remaining three. So stay tuned. If you haven't heard your dog's love language yet, it's coming in the next segment. Kenzie, what time is it? It is time for the Celebrity Pup of the Week. Celebrity Pup of the Week. Woof, woof. I feel like it's been a while since we've been able to do Celebrity Pup of the Week because we've been talking too much and haven't had enough time. Correct. Yes. Very, very true. <laughs> But oh, that's we're bringing so, it back today. We're bringing it back. Who is this week's dog-friendly KW Celebrity Pup of the Week? So this week we have, drumroll, perfect. We have at NS. Scared the, hang on, I just scared the crap out of my cat. Aww, <laughs> Gerald. Poor Gerald. <laughs> oh, and Marshall. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Okay, we have at NSD underscore Scooter. Woohoo. So, Scooter is adorable. I say this about all the dogs, but he's really he's cute. He's very, very cute. So, Scooter is a service dog in training. Um, he is actually being trained to help veterans and first responders with PTSD and children with autism. He's like eight. We calculated based on his birthday and his profile. He's about eight, nine months old and is a chocolate lab. Yes. Yeah. And he is just oh. so sweet. He's uh, tagged us in a couple photos of um, him exploring KW region. And uh, Scooter is so talented as a service dog that he actually tagged us himself. Uh, and a plug for, so NSD, they're actually local. They're, um, I think it stands for National Service Dog. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So... They um, are based in Cambridge. So they're a local nonprofit um, that trains dogs for veterans and first responders and children with autism. So go check out NSD Scooter. And if you check out his profile, there is a link to his uh, profile on the NSD website and you can actually help fund his training. All right, welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. And today we are talking about the five love languages and how it applies to you and your pup. 
Yes. So before our short break, we chatted about physical touch and acts of service. And now we're going to talk about receiving gifts. So this sounds silly, in my opinion, when I hear about my dog receiving gifts. But when you really think about it, gifts equals treats and toys. So that's my dog's favorite things. <laughs> yeah, I think that's <laughs> most dogs' favorite things, honestly. True. Um, but my dogs love treats. They love toys. Does your dog get super stoked whenever you bring home a new treat or toy? My dogs see, like, they know for some reason when a toy is theirs. They just claim it automatically. It is really funny. Um, but yeah, if they love treats and toys, their love language is most likely receiving gifts. So is your dog extremely food motivated or toy mm -hmm. motivated? Uh, they're definitely likely to fall into this category. Um, this is really, really great for training. Yes. Use this to your advantage, toys and treats. I think people think they can only reward with treats. And that's one way of of many to, um, to reward your dog. You can reward with toys. Lots of dogs are super toy motivated. I think Ken's, you said it agility. You often, if Willow was more toy motivated, you would use toys typically in agility. We use a toy that is filled with treats. See what we did there? We literally yeah. <laughs> tricked her into liking toys just because there's food in it. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, use these tools to motivate your dog, right? If they love treats and toys, Marshall gets a subscription box monthly and has actually just arrived today. And he knew as soon as I brought the box inside, he knew it and he was so excited. So receiving gifts, your dogs love it. All right, what's our next one? It is quality time. This is what we're all about. Yeah, I... I love this one. This is why we started Dog Friendly KW because we love spending time with our dogs. We just right? want to take them everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, is your dog happiest spending time with you? Do they love going for hikes and walks? Um, this is like a great way to bond with your dog. And if your dog really loves doing things together, then their love language might be quality time. Mackenzie, I think you've got a really good example of quality time with your dogs. Yeah. So, uh, agility, um, again, I do agility a couple times a week with my dog Willa and she gets so excited whenever we're getting in the car I'm, and I tell her we're going to go play agility. She knows where we're going. So <laughs> she gets excited for the 40 minute drive we have every week to agility. She knows exactly where she's going. Um, once we're at agility, it's her favorite thing in the world. So that is quality time right there. Mm -hmm. We're just of course, there's food and there's toys involved after the fact, but just the fact that we're at agility is what really gets her going. Um, Marshall loves quality time too. He does. We so we we go on walks every single day. We have since he was teeny tiny. Um, but I noticed that my partner's relationship with him was. Um, maybe a bit more affectionate. Like it seemed like there when he was really little, their um, relationship was really good. And I think it was because Marshall loves to play. It's his favorite thing. And Joey played with him a lot. So I started playing with Marshall. I would like dedicate time every single day to even spend five minutes playing with him. And it made such a difference in our relationship. Like he's become so much more affectionate and so much more responsive to me now that I play with him. It's a uh, 
it's pretty awesome to see. So, I mean, through quality time with your dog, you really do build a relationship and trust. When you go to dog friendly spots, you take them to a store, you, you know, even just taking them somewhere, like taking them somewhere new, like that's, that's just building on that trust and building on that relationship right there. So yeah, again, like I mentioned at the beginning, like this is why we started Dog Friendly KW and it's because we love quality time. Okay. Last love language. What is it? The last one we've got is words of affirmation. So again, this is saying good boy or good girl or what a smart doogle, as I like to say. It's a word (laughs) I use. Don't judge me. (laughs) Uh, So I mean, I know Aladar being a little bit more sensitive, you use a lot of words of affirmation with her. So tell us a bit more about that. Yeah. So as an example, I mentioned Aladar a few times. Uh, She's my sensitive little girl. She gets really worked up in um, stressful situations and she won't eat. So she won't eat. She won't make eye contact with me. She won't, um, or she used to not, you know, even want anything to do with me. She would just kind of black out. I found that the best way to get her attention is just to tell her she's a good girl if she's doing something I want her to do. So mm-hmm. an example, we went on a walk the other day. We just moved. We're on a busier street. We were walking down the road and there was big buses and, and trucks driving by. And if she didn't react to loud noises that are driving by her, I would just say, good girl. And she'd look yeah. at me and just be so proud of herself. No treats, nothing. She would, and that's incredibly rewarding for her. Yeah, she just was, she just, it, you could see it in her step, how proud she was of herself. So that made my day, just seeing how proud she was of herself. Um, so uh, maybe, maybe your dog just loves being spoken to. That mm-hmm. is honestly just words of affirmation. But I had, um, yeah, this one is close to, close to home. Um, actually, Justine and I, when we were writing this, uh, we found that the AKC, so the American Kennel Club, they actually have a quiz you can do. So if you're curious on what your dog's love language is, head over to the AKC. Again, that's the American Kennel Club and search for what is my dog's love language quiz. And the, it takes like a minute and a half to do. The, the quiz is really, really fun. And if you're interested, go check it out. On that note, we are going to take a quick break and come back to share what we think our dog's love languages are and how we use them to improve our relationships. Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your host, Justina McKenzie. We have been talking about the five love languages and how it applies to your dog. And uh, at the end of the episode, we are going to be revealing what we think our dog's love languages are. But before we do that, we have a super quick lightning round to talk about some fun things you can do with your dogs during the pandemic. So Mackenzie, you're going to go first because it's a lightning round. What is your recommendation for a pandemic-friendly outing in KW? Go. Okay. So uh, one thing that I've been doing a lot of is going over to Snyder's Flats. 
So I love Snyder's Flats. It's off-leash. Just be wary of that. But Snyder's Flats is a great spot. So head over to Snyder's Flats. Um, do a, uh, a long walk there. And then on your way back, maybe stop off at somewhere um, to grab a coffee. So the Yeti is great. I love the Yeti. Um, so you can grab a coffee and a breakfast or something at the Yeti. Um, you can always just um, sit downtown Kitchener and enjoy your sandwich and coffee. Uh, let the let the traffic and day roll by. Um, I love doing that. Ooh, do an art walk while you're downtown Kitchener. Mm, art, that's a good one. Art walk is really fun. Lots of good photo opportunities. Cute dog pics. Tag us. Yes, please tag us. We love to see you and your cute dogs. Um, I think that's pretty good. That's a pretty good outing. Safe. Those are great. Love those. Okay. Justine, favorite dog and pandemic-friendly outing. Okay, can I only pick one? If you can do it fast, you can do two. Go. Okay, I'm doing, I'm going to go real fast. So one would be um, go out to the Petersburg Trail. That's right off Highway 78. It's a little crown land section. Nice beautiful trail tucked away in the woods and then um color paradise greenhouses are right near there yes and they're dog friendly so and greenhouses are still open um so you could combo those for a really nice outing with your dog um another really good thing would be to do a walk along the spur line trail and then there's a lot of bakeries along there so cafe pirates outpost they're dog friendly you could pop and grab a coffee um see food experience has a little window you could walk up to and get some treats um, and one more plug would be uh, a walk along the Iron Horse, maybe stop for some takeout at Wooden Boat and um, Shortfinger. And yeah, and beer to go at Shortfinger. Yes. My, my three recos for pandemic life. Love those. Um, love those ideas. Those are, that sounds great. Beauty. Yeah. Well, that was our lightning round. Pew, pew. <laughs> okay, so you've been listening to the Dog Friendly KW podcast. And before we wrap up today, we want to try to identify what our dog's love languages are. So Mackenzie, what do you think Willa and Aladar's love languages are? Aladar's is definitely words of affirmation. Willa's is quality time. That's their number ones. Their number twos are definitely physical touch. And number three is gifts. So treats and toys, both of them. Nice. Those other two. That's, that's the, the layers there. (laughs) What about Justine? But you, what about Justine? (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) what about my love language? Isn't words of affirmation. I can tell you that (laughs) words of affirmation make me cringe anyways. Okay. Um, Marshall, I I can't pick one. He's a hybrid. I would say like he is 100% receiving gifts and quality time. He is so food motivated. Um, but he also like loves spending time together and doing stuff. Like, I mean, you know, since he was a puppy, I've taken him everywhere and we've always done our walks. And I think we have such a strong relationship because we've done so much stuff together in the first year of his life. So I would say, yeah, receiving gifts, quality time combo. He's like a hybrid. Nice. Nice. Well, those are the love languages. That was fun. That was so fun. So 
That's it for today's episode, but we really want to know what you think your dog's love language is. I mean, I need some joy in my life. So please tag us on Instagram and let us know what you think your love, your, not yours. I mean, you could tell us that too. (laughs) Your dog's love language. And thank you for tuning in today for the Dog Friendly KW Podcast. And we hope you have a great week. Bye. 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 Is that supposed to be like sexy music? feeling fine. Amen. That one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> okay, main block one. Let's do it. The seas are getting rough, and it is getting harder to see your face.